Improving Uncertainty Tolerance in Medical Students, Escaping Review. Authors, Bria Patel, Jason Hancock, Moena Rogers and Samuel Pollard. Abstract. Uncertainty is an inevitable part of medical practice. An ability to tolerate uncertainty is viewed as a key competency across many healthcare systems. Poor uncertainty tolerance has been linked to negative outcomes, including reduced psychological well-being in medical students. A variety of medical education interventions have been developed with the intention of increasing medical students' uncertainty tolerance. However, there is no synthesis of these studies available to inform education and research practice. Our aim was to conduct a scoping review of medical education interventions that evaluate their impact on uncertainty tolerance. Medline, PsychInfo, Embase and ERIC databases were searched for articles published from inception to December 2020. An extensive supplementary search was conducted and both quantitative and qualitative evaluations were included. For each intervention, we categorised the stimulus of uncertainty, ambiguity, complexity and or probability and mapped the students' reported cognitive, behavioural and or emotional responses to uncertainty onto an existing conceptual framework. 22 of 24 included studies reported a positive impact on medical student uncertainty tolerance in at least one domain cognitive, behavioural or emotional. Interventions included problem-based learning-based curricula, medical humanities, simulation, reflection and assessments. We found in four studies that a negative response in the emotional domain was reported despite positive responses also being reported in the cognitive and or behavioural domains. We identified a range of medical education interventions which reported positive impact on medical student uncertainty tolerance. Further research is required to understand why a single intervention may stimulate a negative emotional response alongside a positive cognitive or behavioural response. In turn, this could support stakeholders such as policymakers and institutions to adapt the medical curriculum to better prepare medical students for practice by enhancing their uncertainty tolerance. 1. Introduction Uncertainty, whether from increasingly complex disease states or conflicting clinical information, is inherent within the practice of medicine. Subsequently, an ability for doctors to tolerate uncertainty is viewed as a key competency by regulating bodies in the UK, US, European Union, Canada and Australia. There is growing evidence that medical students and doctors with lower tolerance of uncertainty are at higher risk of reduced psychological well-being, including higher rates of burnout and stress. Whilst the direct impact on patients is less clear, studies suggest that reduced uncertainty tolerance in clinicians can be related to patients experiencing unnecessary investigations, distress and harm. Whilst varying definitions of uncertainty tolerance have been proposed, conceptual clarity has been offered by Helena Tal, with Leotel building on this and defining uncertainty as the dynamic subjective perception of not knowing what to think, feel or do. Within this model, Uncertainty, experienced within an individual, can be the response to three principal sources. Ambiguity, defined as the lack of reliable, credible or adequate information. Probability, defined as randomness or indeterminacy of future outcomes. Or complexity, defined as features of information that limit understanding. Uncertainty can result in the cognitive, emotional or behavioural responses, which can be positive or negative. The model suggests that how an individual experiences uncertainty may be influenced by a range of moderators, which could include stimulus characteristics, individual characteristics 
and social factors. The strength of this model includes its comprehensive review of the existing literature and the subsequent development of conceptual clarity for this construct. Undergraduate medical education has been suggested as a potential moderator to enhance medical students' uncertainty tolerance. Although a range of undergraduate medical education interventions appear to have been described and their impact on uncertainty tolerance evaluated, to the best of our knowledge, none of these are built on existing theoretical frameworks and there have been no comprehensive synthesis of such education interventions and their impact on uncertainty tolerance. The purpose of this study was to identify the range and type of interventions that have been developed to support uncertainty tolerance in medical students and synthesise reported associations between the interventions and uncertainty tolerance. The definitions within the Helenstown model will be used to identify the source of uncertainty within interventions and consider the type of uncertainty response that interventions are provoking, cognitive, behavioural or emotional. This in turn would help to advance the research field by taking us closer to designing evidence-based interventions that might support medical students in coping with the inherent uncertainty they will experience in their medical careers. 2. Methods This scoping review used Arxie and O'Malley's framework, as updated by Levek et al. We adhered to the PRISMA for Scoping Reviews guidelines. 2.1. Identifying the research question. The aims of this scoping review were to a. assess the nature and extent of the literature available, to identify the range of medical education interventions that have been developed and evaluate their impact on uncertainty tolerance. And b. to map the findings to Helen et al's conceptual framework to inform future research. 2.2. Identifying relevant studies. Articles were included if they were a. empirical and assessed the potential impact of a medical education intervention on tolerance of uncertainty or ambiguity, and b. were conducted within the medical student population. See Appendix S1 for the full inclusion criteria. The search strategy was developed by an iterative process with discussion among authors including an information specialist. Medline, PsycInfo, Embase and ERIC databases research for articles published from inception to present day. The search was conducted on the 9th of December 2020. The full search strategy for each database is included in the appendix S2. All retrieved citations were managed on EndNote X9. Our supplementary search included searching the reference list of the included studies, relevant studies identified by co-authors, non-peer-reviewed databases and websites of relevant organisations, and professional bodies for search for published or commissioned reports. Hand searching of key journals was conducted. We also contacted corresponding authors of relevant studies identified in the initial pilot search, asking if they were aware of any further relevant articles. See Appendix S3 for the full supplementary search. 2.3 Study Selection After conducting the final search, duplicates were removed and the remaining articles were independently screened by two reviewers. After the initial title and abstract screening, author PP conducted a full text review of the remaining studies and excluded those studies which did not meet the inclusion criteria. All studies excluded by PP were discussed with either JH or MR and any disagreements were resolved through discussion amongst both authors. The reasons for exclusion at this stage were recorded and are displayed in Figure 1, the Prisma flow diagram. 2.4. Charting the data. A custom data extraction form was created by PP and was used to extract key information from each of the included studies. 
Information extracted included, but was not limited to, a brief description of the intervention, duration of the intervention, stage and number of participants, outcome measures related to uncertainty tolerance, and the important findings. 2.5. Collating, summarising and reporting results. Each medical education intervention was categorised based on its description. This was done by PP with input from authors JH, MR and SP. Using Hill and Atal's integrative model of uncertainty tolerance and their published definitions, authors PP and JH attempted to categorise the sources of uncertainty utilised in the included studies. Description of the intervention contained in the published papers were used to do this. To understand the impact of the interventions on students' uncertainty tolerance, we also map the outcomes reported within the published papers onto cognitive, behavioural and or emotional responses and their associated valency as either positive or negative where possible. The authors PP and JH independently reviewed each study to determine the reported uncertainty sources and responses, with any disagreements resolved through discussion. 2.6. Undertaking consultation. Author PP facilitated an online consultation meeting with a medical student, medical educator and clinician on the 10th of June 2021. Author JH was also present. The purpose of this consultation was to present our preliminary results to aid the interpretations of our findings. 3. Results 3.1. Search results After removing duplicates, 1,384 papers were screened using the inclusion and exclusion criteria See Appendix S3, resulting in 53 papers to include for full text review. After a full text review, 29 citations did not meet the inclusion criteria. A total of 24 studies were therefore included in this review, which is summarised in Table 1. The PRISM flowchart has been used to illustrate the search strategy used. 3.2 Characteristics of included studies The characteristics of the 24 included studies are summarised in Table 1. Studies were conducted in the UK, USA, Australia, Canada, Germany, Finland and Israel. Twelve studies involved a single year group, six involved a mixture of year groups, five involved interventions employed throughout undergraduate training and one intervention was throughout the first and second years of training. The total number of participants per education intervention ranged from 12 to 900. The total number of students participating was not reported for six of the studies. The duration of interventions varies significantly, ranging from isolated sessions to spanning across multiple points of undergraduate medical training. It was therefore not possible to determine the median length of the medical education interventions. Attendance to the interventions were compulsory for 10 studies, voluntary for 9 studies, elective, i.e. a chosen module within the compulsory curricula, for 2 studies, or mixed. The intervention schedule varied. Nine were single session exposures, seven involved multiple sessions, and eight were curricular wide. In 22 of 24 included studies, the authors reported a positive impact on uncertainty tolerance. 3.3 Characteristics of interventions and framework application. A range of intervention types were identified, which have been separated into nine categories using information provided in the published paper and discussion between authors. Seven studies were categorised as problem-based learning curricula, six were categorised as medical humanities, three were categorised as simulation, two were categorised as assessment, 
Two were categorized as reflection. One was categorized as anatomy course. One was categorized as clinical feedback tool. One was categorized as equine facilitated learning. And one was categorized as tactical decision games. None of the identified studies explicitly stated the source of uncertainty utilised according to any existing theory or definition. Subsequently, authors PP and JH used the reported intervention descriptions to determine this, where sufficient detail had been provided. In 11 of 24 studies, the sources of uncertainty were categorised using the definitions published within the Hill and et al. model. These included eight categorised as ambiguity, four categorised as probability, and two categorised as complexity. Using the conceptual framework for uncertainty tolerance developed by Hill and et al, the reported student responses to uncertainty were mapped where possible, including whether the response was positive or negative. Ten studies did not report the students' responses to uncertainty in enough detail to allow mapping. One study provided rich qualitative data regarding the moderating factors of uncertainty tolerance within an anatomy course. The authors felt that this study could not be appropriately mapped using our binary approach to assessing the valency of responses. Of the 13 mapped studies, we identified 12 cognitive, 8 emotional and 5 behavioural responses. All 13 studies reported positive responses to uncertainty, with 4 studies reporting a negative response in the emotional domain despite positive responses being reported in the cognitive and or behavioural domains. The responses to uncertainty for each MAP study within their intervention category are summarised in Table 2, which was constructed using feedback from the consultation meeting with stakeholders. In this table, the MAP studies are grouped by their intervention type, with a coloured circle, green, red or orange, indicating the students' responses as positive, negative or mixed. Seven studies explored PBL curricula as an intervention to increase uncertainty tolerance in medical students. The authors were unable to determine the sources of uncertainty in any of these interventions due to insufficient detail being included in the published papers. It is difficult to determine if the observed increases in uncertainty tolerance reported in these studies are directly due to the PBL components of the curriculum or due to other characteristics of the course, such as a community-based learning emphasis. O'Neill et al. was the only study from this category for which it was possible to map the assessed student responses to uncertainty on the framework. This qualitative study analysed semi-structured interviews exploring challenging clinical situations of both PBL and traditional curricular graduates, finding that exposure to a PBL curricula was associated with positive cognitive and behavioural responses to uncertainty. Six included interventions identified medical humanities as a potential means for improving uncertainty tolerance. This review identified medical humanities programmes four of which involving visual arts, one involving literature, and one involving drama. In all of the studies where it was possible to categorise the source of uncertainty, this was ambiguity. Two studies reported positive cognitive responses to uncertainty, whilst one study found positive cognitive and emotional responses to uncertainty. Three included studies used simulation-based training, which incorporated elements of uncertainty, building upon suggestions to encourage confrontation and subsequent reflection of uncertain experiences. For example, Scott et al. adapted a simulation scenario to replicate clinical uncertainty. The simulated patient was confused with long and complex medical notes and had no unifying diagnosis. 
The sources of uncertainty were categorised in two simulation studies. Scott et al's scenario involved both ambiguity and complexity, whereas Golden et al's communication simulation appeared to use probability as a source of uncertainty. All three identified interventions appeared to provoke responses to uncertainty across the three domains. Although cognitive and behavioural responses were positive in all three simulation studies, two studies reported negative emotional responses. Both learning by concordance and clinical prioritisation questions were identified as potential alternative assessment strategies to improve students' response to uncertainty. Both interventions used probability as the source of uncertainty, with the learning by concordance intervention also including complexity as a source. 3.4. Characteristics of evaluation approaches. Evaluation approaches to measuring uncertainty tolerance included 13 quantitative studies, 10 qualitative studies, and one study with mixed outcome measures. Of the 14 studies with quantitative outcome measures, nine used a single survey item, three used validated scales, one used a survey adapted from a validated scale, and one used a quantitative content analysis. Of the 11 studies using qualitative methodologies, data collection methods included focus groups, semi-structured interviews, qualitative written feedback, reflective diary entries and essays, structured debriefing, online discussion forums and ethnography. As a result of the significant variation between these evaluation measures of uncertainty tolerance, it is challenging to compare the outcomes of the identified studies. Of the 24 studies, 18 were post-intervention evaluations only, three were pre- and post-intervention evaluations, and three were recurrent longitudinal. Of the 18 post-intervention evaluations only studies, one was a three-group randomised control trial, seven were two-group non-randomised studies, and 10 were single group only. All but two of the 24 studies suggested there was an impact on the medical students' uncertainty tolerance. The reported findings of each study are summarised in Table 1. For those studies utilising a quantitative approach, single item scale items were used in the majority of cases, 9 of 13. For example, in six of the seven studies evaluating the impact of PBL-based curricula, a single item Likert scale was used to evaluate uncertainty tolerance. In a smaller number of studies, previously validated scales were used, however it was not clear if two of these scales were valid for the population studied. The quantitative measurement approaches used are summarised in S4 of the appendix. 4. Discussion. This review identified a range of medical education interventions that have been developed and their impact on uncertainty tolerance in medical students evaluated. The most common interventions described included PBL-based curricula and medical humanities. 22 of 24 studies reported a positive impact on medical student uncertainty tolerance in at least one of the cognitive, behavioural or emotional domains. However, a single medical education intervention may be associated with a negative emotional response alongside a positive cognitive or behavioural response. Further research is required to understand the reasons for this disparity but may include the high-stakes nature of these interventions, such as simulation and assessment. In time, this research will support institutions to better prepare their students for uncertainty in medicine by reviewing and adapting their current curricula. The aims of the scoping review were to a assess the nature and extent of the literature available to identify the range of medical education interventions that have been developed and evaluate their impact on uncertainty tolerance, and b to map the findings to Hill and Atal's conceptual framework to inform future research.
This is the first paper to comprehensively review and synthesise undergraduate medical education interventions and their impact on uncertainty tolerance in this population. Our first key finding was that most studies, 22 of 24, reported a positive impact on medical student uncertainty tolerance. This suggests that a range of medical education interventions may facilitate improvements in medical student uncertainty tolerance. Five studies explored student perceptions of uncertainty tolerance development and found that students viewed this as a continual process that may be influenced or moderated by the described interventions. This appears to be broadly consistent with the current body of literature regarding the development of personal epistemologies in medical education for constructs such as uncertainty tolerance. It has been argued that during undergraduate training, medical students develop from a position where they view science as being based on truths to an understanding that is more contextualised and fluid. In particular, it has been argued that this progression can be different for different components of the undergraduate curriculum. For example, students may view anatomy as certain, whilst accepting that much more fluidity exists for social sciences. Our findings therefore provide further evidence for the claim that uncertainty tolerance may increase during undergraduate training, in part due to education interventions acting as moderators of uncertainty tolerance. Furthermore, our review suggests that there are a range of educational methods which may support students to develop improved uncertainty tolerance, including PBL curricula, medical humanities and simulation. Our second key finding was that a single intervention, simulation and assessment, may be associated with a negative emotional response alongside a positive cognitive or behavioural response. It is important to note that in all four of the studies that identified a negative emotional response, Students reported that they viewed engagement with the intervention, simulation or assessment, valuable for longer term development of uncertainty tolerance. It may be that external factors such as achievement pressures from institutions could help to explain the observed immediate negative emotional responses in these high stakes and or high fidelity interventions. For example, including elements of uncertainty within simulation training or written assessments, which generally involve unambiguous clinical presentations, may cause students acute feelings of discomfort or even distress. This is supported by two included simulation studies, where some students express feelings of reduced self-efficacy and unease with the lack of an answer, despite finding it beneficial for their longer-term learning. This exposure to uncertainty during medical education may therefore influence the development of students' personal epistemologies regarding the nature of clinical medicine, better preparing them for their future practice. 4.1. Strengths and Limitations Whilst other reviews have looked more broadly at how a range of health professional students engage with uncertainty, this is the first scoping review focused on medical education interventions in the medical undergraduate population. A strength of this review is its extensive and systematic search strategy involving a double screening process. Input from the authorship team and throughout the formation of this paper harnessed a range of experiences, including that of an information specialist, PBL tutor and medical education academic in the field. Additionally, the inclusion of a consultation stage helped us to interpret our findings and inform our results and discussion. Our findings must be interpreted considering the limitations of the studies identified. Some of the deficiencies of the studies include the use of limited and novel or new quantitative assessment methods, where their validity for the population studied have not been considered. A further limitation is that many studies did not explore uncertainty tolerance in depth and did not make their own definition of uncertainty tolerance 
or the source utilised explicit. The majority of studies did not appear to be underpinned by careful consideration of the existing theory or existing conceptual models. This is not a challenge unique to this construct, but a common challenge encountered in the field of medical education. Finally, our use of a binary approach to assess the valency of the response to uncertainty as either positive or negative may fail to appreciate more indistinct responses. It may be, for example, that using qualitative data collection methods produces much richer data than quantitative studies alone when investigating this construct. 4.2. Implications for practice, regulating bodies and medical institutions. Further research is needed before implications for policy changes to medical education can be discussed with confidence. Our findings suggest that medical education interventions such as PBL, reflective practice, medical humanities and assessment methods have the potential to improve students' uncertainty tolerance. Institutions could consider how these existing elements of their curricula can be developed to better prepare students for uncertainty in clinical practice, for example through meaningful exposure and supported reflection. 4.2.1 Priorities for Educators in thinking of implementing these insights into practice using the existing literature, theory and our own insights, we recommend that medical educators consider the importance of both the intervention and the environment that the intervention exists within. In particular, rather than placing emphasis on the intervention in isolation, intervention should be offered to students within a wider supportive educational environment that promotes psychological safety. In turn, this could support students to engage with metacognition through reflection where the intervention is acting as a stimulus, ultimately resulting in improved uncertainty tolerance. These priorities are illustrated in the model for practice seen in Figure 2, which depicts an intervention surrounded by a supported, wider environment, which can result in reflection and subsequently improved uncertainty tolerance. Methods to implement this may include post-intervention debriefing or feedback sessions around potentially distressing experiences. For example, Barlet et al. altered their simulation session structure by allowing greater reflection during the debriefing and supporting staff to signpost to students where appropriate. Results from these amendments are yet to be published. 4.3. Future research. Further exploration of the negative emotional responses to uncertainty experienced following engagement with medical education interventions, such as assessment and simulation, is required. In particular, why negative emotional responses were in some cases seen alongside positive, cognitive or behavioural responses. This should also include consideration of the strategies that could be employed to either mitigate this negative response or to support students to reflect on the reasons for this response. Longitudinal research would also be required to assess whether long-term uncertainty tolerance is improved with such interventions in concordance with the perceptions of the students. It appears likely that using qualitative approaches to evaluate interventions and their impact on uncertainty tolerance may provide richer and more detailed findings than using quantitative approaches alone. Finally, we echo the recommendations of a recent commentary that calls for medical education researchers to be clearer about the definitions and theory that underpins their intervention development and to consider making use of a complex interventions framework to guide this. Acknowledgements. The authors would like to thank Professor Karen Mattock for reviewing draft copies of the manuscript and for providing thoughtful and insightful feedback. The authors would also like to thank Dr Rory Cohn, 
Dr. Stephanie Ball and Dr. Ali Moxie for providing valuable feedback during a focus group session for the consultation stage of this review. Thank you.